0: Blessed be, good people, and welcome to the Pool-Proof Wisdom Podcast. I've been a fighter for as long as I can remember. I guess you could say I was born to it. I wear that sense of self like a badge because my fighting spirit isn't just about me, but always extends to others. The opposite should have been true given experiences I had too soon, but clearly at a time when the lessons I learned from those experiences insightfully shaped my view of the world and my place in it. I'm all for the underdog, the disenfranchised, the abused, and the misunderstood. I say the things to those in power that you're not supposed to say, and I challenge the status quo even when my own life isn't directly or even indirectly impacted by what their actions are doing to others. Why? Well, because I really do believe we're all in this together. I can't just say it, I must live it, you see? It should come as no surprise then that choosing to live my life this way sometimes finds me judging the behaviors of people who fail to subscribe to the same belief. I often speak of being disappointed in some of my fellow humans, and that's a real thing. There are times when my human family frustrates me, makes me want to shake some sense into them, and even punish them for their bad behavior. This reaction, by the way, is no different than reactions I've had for my blood family and my family of friends. That's because. Only when you have love for someone can they frustrate you so. It's been about a week now since a lot of humans decided the best thing they could do in the world on that day was to show how incorrigible, disrespectful, bigoted, and hateful they could be because they didn't get their way. I avoided watching all the coverage because I abhor being forced to ingest such content. I detest the media's moderated coverage of the ugliness, and I absolutely lose my shit if I'm unable to escape all the talking heads who can't wait to show up and speculate about what's at the root of such ridiculous and violent acts of rebellion. Add to this, the awareness that for the first time in my life as a fully aware human being that it was the President of the United States who did that ish, and well, I had a very, very hard time not letting my own emotions take control of my common sense. It was quite a battle, but I eventually won it i make no apologies for and accept no apologies from these people i have no reason to they are not underdogs they are not the disenfranchised or abused on their worst day most of them have a better life than me and so many others simply because of how our country views the skin some are in versus the skin in which others of us live our lives, how and to whom we pray, who some love, and a host of other human realities, we should all come to accept versus try to control. They attacked the very symbols that represent what we are supposed to be and what they claim to believe in. And they did it with a glee and abandon that makes it impossible for me to believe they have love of country or other human beings different from themselves at all. The fighter in me is now more determined than ever to be the antithesis of such people. I will raise my voice, be contrary when I encounter foolishness born of hatred, bigotry, ignorance, or misunderstanding. And because I believe in retribution and the beautiful restorative balance karma always provides, I will of course stand aside and trust karma to do its powerful work. I will instead focus my own efforts on turning away from the ugliness of last week so that I can get back to the urgent work of putting humanity first. In other words, I am seeing what happened for exactly what it was. A moment in time that should tell any fair-minded, sentient person everything they need to know about America in 2021. We still have a great amount of work to do. And we still have the potential to be so much more than this. But we will never fulfill our potential until we stand together, fight together, and pursue change for the common good together. This is no time to let ruffians, conspiracy theorists, and ideologues, whose view of the world always excludes others, convince us there's no hope. It is instead the time to accept, once and for all, the evidence that what we need to, more than ever, do is stand up for anyone who faces injustice anywhere in greater numbers than we ever have. None of us should be or can afford to just sit on the sidelines. It's time to realize that we are not the minority view when it comes to defining what makes this country great. Indeed, we are the very force that can and will change the America now revealed into the America we believed in all our lives. We are the protectors of the innocent, the poor, the hated, the wronged, the abused. We are the inheritors of the legacy of all those who have fought for a freedom that does not exclude, but includes everyone. We are in a fight not only for our lives, but the lives of others whose lives matter because they are unfairly targeted, and all the people who need an opportunity to flourish and who must never again be repressed or oppressed by anyone. Now, while I don't wake up ever looking for a fight, when I have to go there, oh, I will. We all must there is nothing of greater importance today to the future of our America than this. But let me be clear, there are all kinds of ways to fight. None of the ways in my wheelhouse involve the shameful behavior folks perpetrated against the nation and the very symbols that represent it last week. Personally, I'm not a fan of destruction, no matter who does it. I have not only seen what happens when we destroy what's been built, but experienced personal loss because of the collateral damage that occurs in the wake of raw, unadulterated anger manifest as attacks on people and property. I understand it. Sure I do. I've been as pissed off as anyone about a lot of injustices throughout my life, in fact. I mean outright wrongdoing directed at me and mine. I've been left out, singled out, and punished for speaking the truth, and faced all kinds of attacks at the hands of others that were meant to break me, frighten me, and simply make me give up. There are millions, I realize, who have faced worse. And yet, for those of us still here, our best revenge is that Simple fact, we did not break down or we broke through. The price we therefore pay for having been able to do so is committing to do the work so we can return the favor and help others overcome whatever obstacles they've been living with and living through. We who have been through it know how to fight and we know how to win. But more than anything, we know, and world history bears this out, that when Dr. Martin Luther King said, freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor, it must be demanded by the oppressed, that he spoke the truth. The fight, you see, isn't about violence. It's about something so much more than that. The angry and violent among us represent the more base instincts that we are supposed to have evolved beyond, yet our social structure is designed to create all kinds of inequalities that feed those very instincts. What we are witness to isn't coincidence or even new, it's years of what we've allowed to happen in America, pitting us against each other, exploding. That's why violence will never be the answer for anyone. Instead, what America is not at all prepared for is accessing the tools that control the free of thought, the outliers and outsiders equipped with the power of intellect that they both astutely and capably deploy to protect the interests of all humanity. That's what we fighters always aspire to, to be better than the worst of us. And it's how we have won so many battles and will win every battle that lies ahead. So today, do your best to remember that and then go ahead and get back in the fight.